Rugger Matrix is brought to you by Strike. Check out their new fleet tracking system. It will save you hundreds of dollars a month. Go to strike.com.au. Proud sponsors of Rugger Matrix International. Hello and welcome to Rugger Matrix on the road. And yes, we had Laurie Fisher in Canberra, but we've gone one better today. We've got the Reds. A director of coaching in Queensland, Ewan McKenzie. And Ewan, welcome to the show. It's been ages. Where have you been, oh, mate? Oh, I don't know. You've been, you've been holding me out. I don't know. I mean, I'm here all the time. You know where I've been living. But uh, nice to be back. Happy birthday, mate. Yeah, yeah, a little bit older today. So um, that's all right. I feel young. So uh, if I keep hanging around with players, uh, they get younger and I get older. So, But I don't notice it, so it's good. If you keep driving around that red Volvo, you look pretty young in that, mate. It's a fast car, mate. It's the right colour. Any any car is red's fast. So um, yeah, it's a good car. That's uh, as I said, European car of the year, 2011. So I'm I'm in good company. We'll talk about fast uh, fast movers. Izzy Falaud, named in the 22 on the wing after playing fullback for the Waratahs. Uh, he was a must choice, wasn't he? Yeah, look, I was probably uh, I was probably sceptical at the start of the season based on my knowledge of, of the conversion difficulties. You know, the the instinctive part. I think he's young enough to have. Developed those instincts. Instincts looks very good. Um, every time he touches the ball, something seems to happen. And uh, um, yeah, so I think he's he's deserved uh, an opportunity. So hopefully, he makes the most of it. Uh, it's wet here in Queensland, Ballymore. It's uh, wet behind us. Beautiful facilities, by the way. But um, how will that impact on the game if it continues to get wet? Well, the wet usually just brings the game tight, makes the game tighter, uh, brings both teams closer together. Uh, you'd think the lines would handle the wet a little bit better than uh, probably the Wallabies just in terms of you know, practice, I guess. But um, yeah, I think the Lions want to want to use the ball and so does Australia. So um, in that sense, it, it's probably more of a disappointment for the spectators, really. The Lions lost the midweek game during the week. A bit disappointing, weren't they? Yeah, look, I didn't really see much of the game, but uh, look, yeah, the Lions look like a bunch of guys that missed out on test selection. You know, they're probably a bit disappointed and uh, difficult conditions. Brumby's formula is a very effective formula. They're really good at uh, playing the right end of the field and very good at putting pressure on the breakdown. I had a look at the stats from the game. Uh, clear enough, the Brumbies were very good at uh, putting pressure on the lines and um, and got results. You know, they got one try and, and, and enough penalties to win the game. So it was a good outcome for them. I've been pretty critical of the selection process leaving out Quade Cooper, but they've gone and done that and made the decision. So James O'Connor at 10 and uh, Kristen Leofano at 12. Uh, you really got two sort of uh, good ball distributors there at 10 and 12, but uh, they don't really have the big units in midfield to threaten the lines. Look, I think that, um, yeah, I think the Leofano is an, an interesting selection because it, you know, it's really that New Zealand, that first and second 5-8 type model, which is a bit different to where they've been in the past. And there's no doubt that James is a facilitates a more direct game and is very good at putting uh, short runners through holes and things like that. He's very good at that side. Leofano can probably give him a bit more width. So there's a good balance there. And with Barnes at fullback, he can push up as well. So there's some creativity there. There's obviously the kicking game would come from probably more from Barnes stepping up. Um, so there's a bit there to, to think about. So I'm interested how it all comes together. I think you know, guys like Ashley Cooper and Digby, these guys can create space and can run into holes and create and can break tackles. So um, and then you've got the you know, the X factor, the unknown of, of Falau. So um, it's a pretty interesting combination. There's almost a bit of unknown with Kirtley as well because he's played basically one game in about two months. Is he going to be underdone? Well, I think that's probably a question mark across the board. There's probably a bunch of guys there that haven't played a lot of rugby that. You can the, the positive people say that's their fresh, uh, which is true, and they look like they've been training well. Uh, watched them train this week, so they look like they're engaged and they look fit. 
um, but they haven't had a lot of football. So that might be a positive. The Lions, on the other hand, have played a lot of football at the end of, their, the end of a long season and they're playing these big games. So uh, that'll be one of the big interesting points of the game about where that ends in the last 20 minutes of the game. A lot of games are generally won in the last 20 minutes, what that means uh, in terms of uh, uh, how much match hardness there is and what's in the, what's in the bank. That's a good point, and that's the thing I've been harping on about this uh, preparation. It was great to see, you know, Jimmy Horwell and the guys watching your Reeds play against them. But how much better would it be just to have them, you know, at least involved in the collisions against the Lions before they meet the Lions? Yeah, look, I think there's a there's a balance here. You, you clearly don't want to have your best players knocked up, but you know, you look at the Lions. They've been, you know, they've been backing guys up Wednesday, sitting on the bench playing on the Saturday. They're old school. And it's been done in the past. Um, clearly, Australia's had a strategy there. We argued and debated that for 12 months. You know, but, uh, we, we once we've got the policy sorted there, we've run with it. Um, you know, there's no secret. We would love to have had all our, our players out there against the, against the Lions, but that's the way it is. Um, it's given other guys a go, and um, but it, it creates a, an opportunity for that test team to be very fresh and uh, very enthusiastic. Will Australia get pulverised up front? What are your thoughts there? No, I, don't, I think the, the set-piece stuff will probably cancel itself out uh, across the board. I think the, the genuine contest is going to be at the breakdown, you know, what happens at the, the tackle contest. And I think that's where, that's where the um, strength of the, uh, the Australians will probably come through. I think the technical detail there, I think, we, I think the Brumbies gave a good demonstration. I think the Reds did, uh, the Waratahs. Uh, some of the MSC teams are very good at that area and I think um, uh, that'll be the, the technical difference. I think if it's anywhere, it's at the breakdown. Uh, the thing about uh, the Lions too is they've shown a lot of good continuity. I watched Brian O'Driscoll up close in Newcastle and he's still putting in, mate, and, and I, I just think uh, his old hard head is going to be crucial where this series goes. Yeah, you can't help but be impressed. I think his contributions have been slightly different but, but very good. The one that's probably impressed me the most is probably Paul O'Connell. I think he, uh, I thought he was outstanding in the Waratahs game and I think to me he looks like a guy that's Realised he's been around for a long time and is probably looking for a point of difference. And uh, his linking play in that game, uh, delivering passes midfield to, to link the forwards with the backs, his ability to get over the ball and, and steal and put pressure on and force penalties uh, like, a, like, a, like a traditional seven. Those two points of difference to me were the things that um, he was looking for a way to be better than the other four, the other four second rows in the squad. And I think he did that and that's, uh, that's been rewarded. So the old heads in the team, they're going to bring a bit there and uh, that'll, that'll offset some of the, um, I guess, some of the, the youth and enthusiasm of some of the other players. So it's a good, good mix in that sense. Laurie Fisher said they were going to push the referee and it worked for them. They got away with a lot of breakdown, uh, I guess, aggression and um, the, the, the lines were blowing up. I had the sportsies on. But that's not really going to work for the Wallabies, is it? Because they've got sharpshooters that will make them pay big time. That's right, yeah. So you've got to be careful of where you play the game. And um, yeah, so that field positioning, and that's, yeah, the Brumbies' form is well known. Um, and they did push the envelope, and I looked through the penalty counts very specifically, and it's, it's all on one side of the ledger. There was 25 penalties in total, including free kicks. And I think about 19 of those were either against the Lions in attack or for the Brumbies in defence. In other words, the whole refereeing performance is on one side of the ledger, and... Uh, that worked, you know, and it created uh, created enough opportunities for the Brumbies to, to get points and uh, and get field position. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see Barnes at fullback probably points that points a little bit to uh, where where um, you yeah, know they'll be able to play a bit of field position if they need to. Uh, but they yeah they certainly want to play much football in front of the goalposts with the with the kicking performances of the uh, of the Lions uh, goal kickers. We were there before, mate. I remember sitting in the box in the Gabba in 2001 and. 
Interesting, Laurie Lawrence <laughs> sitting in the box as well. It was very depressing afterwards. They caught us by surprise. Is that even, is it possible for that to happen again? Well, I think it is. I mean, that was, uh, I don't know if they caught us by surprise. We played a warm-up game and uh, we put a lot of effort into understanding them. In the end, they played a little bit more direct. They worked that cricket pitch, the wet cricket pitch, really well. And um, I think that they caught us by surprise was probably, we, we were probably, Two, we made the fatal mistake in rugby of trying to go wide before you go forward. You know, and we make those mistakes all the time. You know that happens all the time. We just literally went wide before we went forward. We turned that around quite quickly, and uh, you know it was a massive. It was a thirty-something point turnaround in the second game because we played more direct first, and then we got our width. So, yeah, you know, the, the simple laws of the game never change. The, you know, the, the unwritten laws of the game never change. You got to go forward before you go wide, and we made that mistake. The Lions used that cricket pitch well. We had a couple of guys tumbling over and falling over, and there was a couple of tries created through good play through there, and that was pretty much the game. Plus, you know, the thing that probably caught us off guard was just the, the volume of support, that big red you know, sea of supporters in the crowd, 20,000 people cheering. There was only 37,000 people at the game, and 20,000 of them were cheering for the for the uh, the away team. So um, that was a surprise, and I think we turned that around in, in Melbourne. I think the ARU did a good job in branding up and getting the yellow scarves and whatever out there just to make the team feel like that they were being supported by the home, the home people. Uh, and two quick ones. One, who's impressed you the most out of line so far? Oh, I've been impressed by lots of the players, but you know, the O'Connell performance against the Waratahs stood out for me. I thought that was really good. Obviously North on the wing's been pretty handy too. So, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of good players there. Um, it's just a question of how they combine and uh, you know, I think that the, the politics of of selection, clearly Gatlin's got a you know naturally would favour. You know when it gets to 50-50, he's going to favour the the Welsh guys. You probably see that with the bench. Uh, Brian missing out is probably a bit of a surprise, uh, missing out on the 22 altogether. Um, so that's they're the things that. But you know, I think you know, O'Connell's performance against the Waratahs was was good, and 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 O'Driscoll's been good, understated but really effective. And North, those probably those three players that stood out to me. All right, scoreline prediction. I've, I've tipped Australia by ten. I know that's probably oh, that's probably uh, people, but I, you know, ten points is nothing. That's a try and a penalty goal, and uh, I think Australia. I've watched them train. Yeah, depending on the weather, the weather will bring it much closer. But uh, I made that prediction for, for dry track, so I'm very confident Australia will win. They're very going to be very hard to bend the break that line. Their, their defence when they they're on, they're doing a good job. The lines. The lines are very good at getting off the line, so they're good at creating their pressure. So, but that's someone like uh, kind of the short passing game, putting guys through the holes. We've got some good line runners, some good guys that can break tackles, like like Digby. Um, we'll see. I, again, it gets back to the breakdown. Unless the Lions can slow the ball down, Australia will get momentum through that. that. All right, you great to have you back on the show, mate. Nice of that. Nice, nice, nice that you found me out there. I just had to come to Brisbane to do it. All right, there he is, Ewan McKenzie. Happy birthday, Ewan. And uh, we'll be back on Sunday with a quick wrap up of the first test, Alliance versus Australia. See you then.